Hello. Welcome to the Help Me Help You podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about some pretty interesting stuff. I'm here with Brayden. Ah, uh, hey. And Ethan. <laughs> Off the stage. Hey. How's it going, everyone? Hope your week's been going good. good. <laughs> Just going swell. Good. How's your week? Uh, it's been okay. Oh, thing. Nothing too special, you know? Just a typical week. Mm. Wow. That's good. Some crazy stuff has gone down this week. Oh, yeah? Oh, cool, yeah. Cool. With you? The, uh, no. With the Environmental Protection Agency. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, give a little bit of background here. During the Trump administration, he lightened up on the regulations of perchlorates, like ammonium perchlorate, sodium perchlorate, stuff like that, which have very severe effects upon um, infant development. Now, he basically made it so that it wasn't a priority test for drinking water whatsoever. Now, the Biden administration was trying to turn this around ever since he got elected, and the EPA yesterday decided that they will not be changing their... um, their level of public concern for perchlorates in drinking water. Now, to me, I think that the the development of the thyroid gland and the development of a fetus is pretty important. What do you guys think? Man, you had me at eight. (sighs) Oh, man. I... I mean, that's just, that's a whole, a whole big thing. I I don't know much about the, uh, the whole history of, of the EPA's, uh, perchlorates and whatnot. I mean, I know thyroid glands are important. (laughs) Yeah, it, uh... According to multiple studies, um, children who have been exposed, or uh, women who have been exposed to perchlorates during pregnancy, and children who've been exposed at a young age, uh, have brain development issues, measurable drops of IQ, um, and uh, just overall health defects of the mental status. Okay. You know why? We don't, or do you know why that was their decision not to change it? Because um, they said that um, the <laughs> they said that the uh, perchlorates are not found widely enough in drinking water to be a level of public health concern. Nice, basically saying that perchlorate existence is only in specific locations and because of that they shouldn't even check for it in most cases well how how expensive would it be for them to expand testing not much it's a fairly simple little test it's Hmm. just another strip that they'd have to dip when they're doing tests is there is there a uh, particular American industry that is associated with the production of this chemical (laughs) The military oh. and space exploration. Oh, well, they lost <laughs> Ethan's boat. <laughs> <laughs> but but is this? I mean, realistically speaking, is this something you're going to see in water a lot? Um, According there were them, no. multiple runoff issues um, in 2011. This is the only time that I have a number on it. This was when the Obama administration uh, instilled these regulations. Um, they said in a like uh, after testing the water that it was affecting over 16 million American homes. Nice. Hmm. And I'm just going to put it out here. Pretty, uh, 
pretty radical view. I think that the Trump administration tried to get rid of it because the Obama administration was the ones that started it. Here's Maybe. a whole, uh, little Ob anti-Obama rampage he went on. You know? I don't know. The bureaucracy. It took him for like the first half of his... Uh, of his first term, he was, like, just trying to get rid of everything Obama did. I honestly forgot about Yeah, there, there's all a lot that. about it's... his administration that I've both purposely forgot and just have. <laughs> I've been part of it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of it I didn't listen to. Most uh, of the stuff I... I know about the Trump administration I just heard on the radio one day. I, I imagine that that you have... I mean, because like, like if you look at the the sort of agenda of a lot of it, it's it's very like pro larger business stuff. So oh, yeah. I imagine removing the the testing for X chemical probably does line up pretty well with that. Whether or not it's a, a an Obama era policy, to to throw a little, uh, or rather to 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 put some possible light on it. Hmm. Do you know if it's a problem? Do you know if other countries have done anything with it? Or is it just a U.S. issue? I do not know. I have not looked into other countries. Um, but I would assume that an amount of the European countries test for it. I mean, hmm. I couldn't say at all anything of the affirmative or negative. Mm. I feel like that's something that we uh, like the US public I get I don't I don't really know how it is in Europe, but I, I feel like that's something the US public in general is not very well aware of is like <laughs> standards of other countries water. Yes, it's 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 true. I mean I know basically nothing about European country and other other countries standards for water testing i mean mm -hmm. it's it's probably one of those things that most people put down to oh america best america very good <laughs> we, we don't need to compare to other countries why would we ever do that american public schooling system teach everyone america's the best country in the world instead of teaching them ways that we could improve i i do know on the topic of water quality, <laughs> I, I mean, me personally, I, I, I don't even, I don't know much about any water quality stuff. It's just really not a, a an area of fascination for me. But I, I know I was going through a list of like most socially advanced countries, and one of the score categories is. Uh, like clean water, right? Mm. It kind of goes hand in hand with other stuff on there, but like for top water treatment, uh, and quality in the world, like twelve different countries are tied for first. A <laughs> twelve? That's a yeah. lot of countries. Were most of them like what were they were? You remember any? Now this was, I think it was a 2019 thing, so it could okay. have changed. But um, I think all the Scandinavian countries were on there, <laughs> and I I can't. It was all European countries, though. I believe Japan scored a little low. Yes, I believe they did. Although I mean, that was a uh, I probably looked at it about a week ago. Yeah. So. I think that's something we're pretty good at, all things considered, actually. We have pretty good... I mean, other than the few renowned places in the United States where you're told, like, yeah, don't drink the water here. It's not good. <laughs> we're, like, during the size, the, the, the size of our country, like, tap water is available, right? I mean, you go down yeah. to Mexico, that's not the case. Like, my, my dad, when he goes on work trips... Um, he's been to Mexico a few times. He, he has to, he's been told that he has to bring uh, to bring water or bottled water or buy watered. Bo uh, bo if you're not a local, <laughs> right? The things in the water, <laughs> they're not they're not the best for you. 
<laughs> I think there's a, what is it? It's when you go to Mexico City specifically, you're told like to brush your teeth with bottled water because if mm-hmm. you use the tap water, um, is that what Montezuma's Revenge is? As I say, is it Montezuma's Revenge you're talking about? I think when so. I went to Puerto Rico, it was the same thing. Um, it was use bottled water for basically everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so Montez- that's what Montezuma's Revenge is caused by a bacteria strain that native Mexicans are immune to. Huh. I was going to say, I, I was going to ask if it was an immune thing yeah, next, actually. It's drinking water. Or or eating hmm. food, it says. But I know I I, I I hear mostly about it from drinking water, though. There's also um, Deli Belly. <laughs> what is Deli Belly? Oh, let me see. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I imagine it's something. It's probably in the same vein as uh, uh, Montezuma's Revenge. Probably. Oh, excuse me. There's also the Nile runs. Hmm. It's, Do you think okay, it, this this is a thing called traveler's diarrhea? <laughs> That's like its broader term. Hmm. Nice. Well, I I, I imagine it's just a yeah. foreign. Um, bacteria which is obviously a really broad term but some kind of foreign bacteria that your body's not used to that you consume and it causes diarrhea it might be a strain of e coli (laughs) i think maybe lovely and we all just love fecal matter transmitted diseases yeah pretty i think so one of my favorites well there's there's bad and good e coli though well good meaning it doesn't give you the disease yeah of course i mean it's one of the top genetic testing uh bodies out there e coli is a big deal it's a big deal i'm pretty sure we've uh we've laid out the genome of e coli millions of times at this uh, yeah point. i wouldn't be surprised being <laughs> a witch i mean i don't know much to delve into this but i saw today uh on a news headline that uh they finally finished uh entirely decoding the human genome that's an i thought that was i thought that no, was they, like a they 2016 finished thing it. there was like some other things that they like hadn't figured out they mm-hmm. say that it is it is complete the like multi-decade uh process has been complete that's uh that's interesting i i, I actually thought it was already done I, I, I thought we were like years lost <laughs> really <laughs> yeah i was kind of surprised i was like man that seems like a really big deal i because i i know in Either like early high school, late middle school. It was, uh, was middle I... school. They talked about it. Miss Cox talked about it a lot when it first when they were like, "We did it." Yeah, but I I just assumed that meant they they like cleared it up back then. Yeah, there's apparently a few things with um uh like just kind of more standard stuff that like they didn't really prioritize. But also, some, I think there was a couple, like, special case stuff. I mean, I don't have that article pulled up or anything. I didn't research that article. So that was not what I was planning to focus on today, but it came up. Hmm. I know that they, they were doing a lot of stuff with protein folding mm-hmm. and whatnot. I, I Like, it was a big, like... Because I think it was, uh, yeah, I want to say it was like maybe even junior year of high school. They had like a, like we all went to the computers in like the media center and it was like, do this activity. And it basically was having us fold proteins to try and find (laughs) new proteins. Like the idea of it was to make it a game Hmm. so that people could do the work of you know making new proteins right and there were you know it was coded so that certain things couldn't happen at certain you know like so that the different bonds that can occur to help fold proteins 
can occur and whatnot. So I, I don't know if they ever got anything out of it. I never heard anything about it after that, but it was kind of cool. similar to that I ever did was there was like this big website with like a taxonomy tree, but it was definitely not them collecting data from us. You know, I I don't know if and none of, a lot of us were like struggling to try and figure out how the whole thing worked because, you know, it's like. Mm-hmm. We don't know, you know, we're sitting there and we're not thinking like, oh, like. There's a hydrogen bond between this specific one, but this one bonds this way, so we got to get it to work like this, and then we'll make a an alpha helix or whatever. I forget <laughs> if it's alpha helix or it's alpha helix and beta sheets. I think I I don't remember something. It's been a little while. Yeah, but I, I nobody really. I don't think anybody really got got a big. Uh, a big protein all done. <laughs> yeah. And did y'all see the stuff about um the house uh voting on a marijuana bill today? I did, I did, I did. Yeah, That's it was fun. uh it was two hundred to two hundred and four, I think. And uh it passed in favor of the legalization of marijuana. But it's currently um, expected to not be able to pass the Senate. Yeah, I was gonna so, say it's yeah. it's. I doubt it'll get through the Senate. Yeah, I I was surprised. Um, I read it, or I, yeah, I read this earlier today. I was surprised that they were going to um, expunge a uh, convict's record. Records yes, I did see offenses. that. That was like. Whoa, that's big like, that's that a, a big, big deal that is a big deal <laughs> and it would take a ton of like time for judges because they had to resentence them is what i read because uh, they had to because like if it's extra charges and they need to like go under more investigation and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. it will take a long time for those people yeah. to get actually out even if it does fully pass Add, adds on to the bureaucratic hellscape <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there will definitely be a lot of people that get stuck under the rug yeah most definitely oh, probably i mean yeah fortunate. well i mean at least it means it won't continue happening Right, mm-hmm. like the getting sentenced for possession and stuff. Yeah, because it's convicted of non-marijuana. Yeah, yeah, which is oh. interesting. I was actually wondering about like like before. I didn't really, or I didn't know that it was going to be a a gradual thing. I was thinking it's like, man, what does that mean? There are they just going to like <laughs> how many how many hundreds of thousands of people are just are they just going to release? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa! <laughs> that's I don't know. That's a good idea. That's a lot of that's a lot of people at once. If yeah. you were to do it that way, yeah. It's like, I don't okay, think guys, free to go. <laughs> I don't think I don't logistically you'd be able to do that either. No. Well, I mean, I, I mean, if you really want to go like the bare bones approach, you you look at what everybody was sentenced for. You send out a communication to each prison, and you uh, uh, like, and you just say, "Okay, he you can walk out of the prison now." Yeah, you know, if you really want to get at the like <laughs> absolute mm-hmm. bare bones uh, strategy for how presidential you do letter. It. <laughs> You, President you writes a handwritten letter to the to the warden of each prison. That yeah. takes forever. There's a lot of prisons. Uh, uh, prisons. And this, does this count for private? Are there private prisons? There are private prisons, right? I think there's. Still uh, there's like uh, private and public maybe? prisons, aren't there? I remember this was on the political, uh, the political alignment quiz. quiz. Is like, do you support public prisons? And now I'm thinking about it. I don't actually know if there are public prisons. <laughs> <laughs> Or private prisons, rather. <laughs> I hope there are public prisons. I I, um, I figure there's public prisons. <laughs> oh man, I'm surprised this got through. Like, I'm surprised that got through along with everything else, right? To this isn't only... the first one either. No, there's been multiple that have tried to get through the house, and this is the first one that's actually passed through the house. That's good, I think. At least for a legalization thing. There was another thing about like. 
reducing sentences or something, mm-hmm. but that didn't make it through the Senate. Um, it was used in as, as an example um, by Fox News to say that it wouldn't get through, mm. that this Moore Act wouldn't get through the Senate. Speaking of Fox, they tried to compare marijuana to heroin and LSD, saying that they were on the same page. That they no, are... that, that well, they're just quoting the uh, the FDA standards because they have it as a um, uh, what is it? A Schedule One, right? And a Schedule One is like it has no medicinal value, and it's highly, um, it's like has a high potential for something. High potential for abuse. Yeah. Whereas apparently the schedule two through, I think it goes up to five, maybe that's, they're all, they all have medicinal purposes or can have medicinal Mm -hmm. purposes. So they're treated less. Yeah. But I don't know. It is, it is definitely, it's, it's a very challenged stance. I know. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen even Republicans have, talked to have i've seen videos of um was it trey gowdy i think i think he's a um i think he's something for south carolina he was uh very against it being a schedule one drug mm-hmm. which i think is fair i don't think it should be a schedule one drug well no i mean because with, with all the 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 you know because you have like the the cbd people who are Purporting, like you know, they're saying like, "Oh, all these, like, oh, it does there are all these it'll, health benefits." Which you, you, you take know, it once and it'll I, cure your cancer. Yeah, whatever. You know, but all that it, kind of shit. It, it doesn't help that you because it's Schedule One. It can't actually be researched <laughs> for medical. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a, there was another bill that somewhere. I mean that this one got through the House, but it didn't make it through the Senate. This was another one just a couple months ago that was about research of marijuana for medical purposes um, uh, i don't know yeah i could i could be wrong about that i'm pretty sure that it's um that you're not allowed to research oh no you're not schedule one you're not i uh watched a documentary about this once actually it was uh it was talking about uh the medical applications of marijuana as studied by other countries Um, (coughs) but they none of the evidence was admissible to the uh, fda and stuff like that because um it was a schedule one drug in the united states and it has to be like united states sponsored studies Mm -hmm. or something like that for the fda Hmm. and they were like seeing all these medical benefits which i i have my own opinions about marijuana but um the uh the implications that you can't research something because it's like i i think you should be able to research anything i don't think anything yeah. should be entirely banned from research well i mean well, what, what you, like what i like, mean what i don't saying? think you should be like performing live dissections on people you know i, I feel like there's well, a place to draw a line there well there's then what's an open draw. heart surgery where someone is awake or a brain surgery Dang. where someone's awake that's true that but then, that's a little different than you like can, a you terminal can get surgery on somebody well i i guess so but like what someone if they're already to gonna it. die Someone had to be. Someone had to go out on a limb and try it the first time to know that it could be done <laughs> a second. So yeah, what if? Okay, so what if somebody is already terminally ill? Should we be allowed to get their consent to do do whatever terminal <laughs> procedures on them for research? Ooh, that's a that's an interesting question. I mean, I, I mean, you can talk about the. Um, it had to the be completely right like to, right to die or whatever it's called. Like yeah, the, the um, self-elected dying with dignity mm-hmm. 
is the and is the thing. I feel it's, like I feel like you have to go there before you can Ohio step is. up to performing <laughs> terminal surgeries on the terminally ill. I know for a lot of people who get stuck in the 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 queue to get like um, organ transplants will occasionally go to other countries for experimental procedures. Like I know there's a lot of Swiss stuff. Or people go to Switzerland because they have really lax laws on that. Ethan, are you about to make a make a statement about how people in Switzerland are clocks or something? No, that no, was that's all right. That's right. It's a Braden thing, yeah. right? Clockwork with yeah. clock people. Swiss clockwork golems. Now, a lot of people go to um. If you know what phase treatment is, Mm-mm. no, it's um basically. Like uh, bacteriophages, which it's they're like viruses um, for bacteria. Right? Yes, yes. I There's a lot of people go to Georgia. I say a lot of people go to Georgia, but people this is who the have a lot Georgia, of money. By the way, the country saying, Georgia. Yes, the country Georgia. Think, yes, not the state <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> go there to get face treat because basically, I mean, it, it's realistically, it's the future of of yeah, treating sicknesses, especially mm-hmm. with antibiotic resistance the way it is like you can go and if you have like if you have i I don't know i'm just i'm just gonna pick one like if you have diphtheria which you know it's obviously not something you're probably gonna get uh in in the u.s but i'm I'm just picking a disease you know if there is the right phage that attacks diphtheria and you're and you're out of options like let's say it's like a completely antibiotic resistant and you have a, a pretty large chunk of money laying around, you could go get phage treatment and the phages will kill off the um the diphtheria. Do you think that I, know, I, if I think we it's really start cool, uh using this widespread like we do antibiotics, we will begin encountering the same barriers that we get with antibiotic resistance, but with like uh, bacteriophage resistance? No. And I, I I, I will say I don't know. I obviously am not an expert on it, right? But they've existed for millions of years, and they've been relatively stagnant. I mean, yeah, I, but I, you're not like you're not directly introducing them into the environment. Well, of no, those I mean bacteria. Like it's not like the bacteria would just encounter it every once in a while instead of encountering well, a no, ton I mean, of it all at once. I mean, I know I saw the statistics somewhere. It's like every day bacteriophages kill like 80% of all the bacteria in the ocean or something mm. crazy like that. Like it, it's very, it's fairly widespread. I see. I know okay. it, it's, it's very, they're very, I mean, they're, they're very, I mean, they're fairly simple organisms, right? And mm. I never claim to be a biologist, so I'm oh, way yeah, out of I my mean, I'm here. just, I'm, I'm just kind of, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know everything there is to know about it. I know a little tiny bit. But from what I've seen and read, it, it, there's not a high likelihood that because, I mean, they are purpose. They're, they're kind of purpose built, right? Obviously, they've evolved to where they are specifically targeting one kind of organism from mm-hmm. from what I know. Right. And, and they they've kind of. It kind of evolved to be the perfect killer, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess maybe there is room for uh, somehow a, a bacteria to develop something, but I mean, it's such a high mortality rate that I, I think it'd be really hard for that to actually happen. Yeah. I Well, maybe this could be the new magic medicine of the future, you know? I will like, say... It's hard though to convince people to put what it, what 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 would you could call a virus inside yeah. of you to kill a sickness. I mean, I could definitely see people being kind of leery about that one, <laughs> even though you know it, a... it can't interact with <laughs> yourselves at all. Yeah, you just There's gotta a, brand uh... it right. Yeah, yeah you, you could. It's true. You can market stuff, although but... some media person, yeah, will. <laughs> Will be like it's a virus. You're gonna end up getting uh, tumors in your eyeballs, and then Someone someone's will. gonna. And then people are gonna go crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be like the uh, like the 
freaking stuff with the horse deworm or the ivermectin it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna explode somebody's gonna falsely publish a, a, a medical journal or something and then people I, are gonna have a damn heart attack uh, i have a sneaking suspicion that brandon I, and i are thinking I, of the I exact think same person exactly. girl tucker carlson <laughs> dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he would. He absolutely would. I oh can man, you would go on jump. I would. I feel like if penicillin I... was invented with him around, he would have had horrible, horrible opinions about penicillin. A mold in my body? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he'd be. I think if he wasn't serious, he'd be a really, really great comedian. <laughs> Probably he's he's kind of funny. Be better than Amy Schumer, at least. Oh, I don't, I don't know Amy Schumer really. I heard about Amy. I heard about Amy Schumer when everybody was like, "Oh, she's not funny." She's not someone to endeavor to know. (laughs) I I... (laughs) speaking of some speaking of those types of people. Do you remember Sarah Palin (laughs) (laughs) running for president against Obama back in the day? Oh I don't God. actually don't know which election. I don't know if it was the first or no, second. No, I don't. I truly don't remember. <laughs> she was at all. no. She was vice president. In fact, I don't know who you're talking she? about. Sarah Palin. No, I think Sarah Palin ran as VP with John McCain against Obama. Oh my God, John right? McCain! Holy and cow, that was a while was, ago. She's, she was the governor of Alaska. She's the person who said, uh, "Russia's in my backyard." I don't remember this funny quote. Anyway, she announced she resigned from being governor. And today or this week, I don't know when, sometime recently, she's uh, running for Congress. She's reemerged. Sarah Palin. And Jackson, if you don't know who Sarah Palin is, then we might. We might end up. There used to be. You know what? You know what Bushisms are? Like they're George like Bush? when George Bush would say something, that just made no sense. Oh, they were Sarah. They were the equivalent of Sarah Sarah <laughs> Like she's an interesting individual. I think. Um, I think we could apply the same thing to Taylor Green. Taylor, oh my gosh! I, I space lasers. I have so many things to say about her. Oh. Ethan, what was the name of that guy that she went to a rally for? I don't know if we want to even say it. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like, I feel like it's, it's, there's it's not, there's a, a, a serious yeah. enough danger of, of that. I, I don't want people to figure out who that is if they have any inclination towards. He's a neo-Nazi. There's a basically. relatively young, semi-charismatic man who is pressuring for a white ethno state in the United States. Who, uh, what's her name? Taylor, Taylor Green. Green. Taylor Green. Who is a U.S. Congresswoman? Mm-hmm. Uh, Her and another Republican went right? to one of his meetings, like like rattle. I don't know what you'd call it. It's he, he set it up. It's like a conference, and he where he said his outstandingly racist uh, uh, ideas that got standing ovations. He was going to take and to back be fair, America for the white man. Yeah. To be fair, he's a really good speaker too. Like it's oh, yeah. kind of scary. It's scary. <laughs> it's like it's, it's a Hitler. Very type. charismatic. Very charismatic. I mean, I, when I was listening to it, I even got some feelings. A oh Jesus! Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I'm I'm, I'm kidding. But joking. Anyway. Not yeah. serious there. She's a she's a scary woman, not necessarily because of, not necessarily in the sense that she's powerful or smart, but because she just happens to be in a position of power. <laughs> not not that she's inherently powerful. It's just she's there. I wonder what has people who very like, choice views. I wonder what people who like Taylor Green like see in her. Do they? Like, what Does is... anyone? I don't, I don't know. I I, don't know. I find it hard I've to like any politician. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely people that idolize politicians. <laughs> Trumpers, <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, Trumpers, what, what yes, is? They I don't idolize heard Trump. Term. The, you you they, don't call them Trumpers? No, no I, so I don't really call them, call them anything. In, in, I just call them. Florida yeah, South. I mean. There's I there's definitely like a, a cult of personality around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, in my opinion, any cult of personality is something worth 
being cautious of fearing yeah yeah. because you don't want it to get too powerful too strong because then you have people who will try to justify radical acts on his name case in point capital riots Oh, geez. Right, where even yeah. if he isn't necessarily responsible, you still have people who they all claim is that they are. They're all saying they, you know, are just following his word, his message, and they end up doing something. And it's like, oh well, I don't really know. And he has to backtrack. <laughs> you know, there's a period of like 11 hours during the Capitol riot that the um, White House and the FBI have no accountability for his phone calls or communications mm-hmm. whatsoever. I don't know. I heard about I, that. But at the same time, I don't necessarily know the... Because he wasn't he like giving a, a speech like 15 minutes He was minutes doing a speech thing, yeah. and he said for people to peacefully go to the Capitol door or something like that. I don't know what the exact quote was, but he like basically insinuated for people to go over there and then when people started rioting, it took him like four hours to say anything that was actually denouncing it and saying that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like everything was kind of like dancing around the bush. Like he was trying to like he was trying to keep it going, but also say something to stop people from getting mad at him. Well, I don't know. When you're like most devoted followers are <laughs> are doing something you don't want them to, I imagine it is kind of you're trying to find a way not to lose that part of your uh, voter base, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 it's been a while, to be honest. I, I don't remember a lot of the circumstance of it. I just remember sitting in the garage yeah, <laughs> and getting a, a text. Hey, Ethan was there getting a text message that some like they were that, like something like, like it was from they're Jack storming from the Capitol. I said they're Jack storming the Capitol. No context. <laughs> yeah. Like we thought like like there was like a like a like a terrorist attack going on. Like I mean basically like, I mean well, I'm talking in the sense consi- of like people with AKs coming into and, the Capitol. Yeah. And like like I mean uh, not a, ARs like a, is pretty close. Not a, well, not a group of like relatively disorganized, confused hillbillies <laughs> walking to the Capitol building, like just casually. We're talking about like storming like a bunch of guys with a plan. <laughs> like we're talking like a lot of casualties. Like, here. like like you you insinuate like the way you spoke about it insinuated there was like an organized attack. I thought people were going. I thought people were. Well, going yeah, to get at the shot. time, it, it definitely it, looked it was like definitely something. Like, I, 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 I saw the pictures of men standing I mean, around with ARs strapped to their backs and American flags and Trump flags waving mm-hmm. over the Capitol building, and I thought they're going to kill every single person in that Capitol building. They're going to mow down the entirety of the United States, like capital <laughs> body. Party. Yeah, and most, most they're going to instill to Donald Trump as their authoritarian dictator. I don't think that was well. Uh, that's, that's kind of a radical uh... <laughs> initially, and I, I don't know. When I saw it, I was just like, I was like, I was just surprised that they were allowed that they got that far in. Like I figured it'd be much more. Even they climbed I, over the freaking wall. Well, and... I know, but I meant I just figured that something as you know, important as our Capitol building would have been more secure. It took them like two hours to get the National Guard there. I, I well, know. I, mean, it's I, like, I imagine I, a, lot I of the, the, yeah. a lot of the measures are probably more designed at like a hostile armed attack kind of deal. Like, yeah. like you're not going to start Remember shooting those? into a crowd of yeah. people that who are, caused to be fair, like worse. relatively peaceful initially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, whatever it was. Yeah, what whatever it was. Oh, right? whatever that. That would have been like Boston Massacre stuff or something. I mean, like because then I mean, be especially when everybody way. in the crowd has got, you know, well, not everybody, but when when Presumably, certain members of the crowd are are, are are armed, right? Yeah, you really don't want to. And there's a man with like a pelt on his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy. I remember the picture <laughs> of that guy. The horned, yeah. The horned guy. He had like, I mean, the, like the Cossack. Uh... <laughs> That's not. That's not what that that is. 
No, I, I just mean he had like the the fur hat, right? With the mm-hmm. the raccoon oh, tail hat. It's like oh. the the um American backwoods like pilgrim hat. thing. I I honestly don't know. There, that's like a very specific. I associate hat, it with pilgrims. Not... Really, in my mind, yeah. I I always think about like the tall, like the Puritan hat, like the black hat with the belt buckle on it. Mmm. Yeah. But oh, I, I don't know. I like I. My feelings were like like my heart sunk when I saw the video of that security guard getting like pulled into the crowd and like trampled on and beat up. I was like, oh man, this country is just going to shit. There is no, there's no coming back from this. I mean, we obviously and then New Hampshire succeeded. New Hampshire succeeded, right? Yeah, <laughs> like three, not three years later. I, it's only been like a year, hasn't it? Yeah, something right. Like that. Yeah, January sixth. Because that was January twenty twenty one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only been a year and a bit. Year and a bit. Look at that. And we've come so far, right? Uh, well, not really. <laughs> we might have taken a few steps back, a couple steps forward. We're still a little behind. I don't know. I, I everything's kind of up in the air. Everything's right going. Yeah, maybe, maybe one day they'll look back at it, and it'll be the, the that'll be like the first uh, indicator of the, like the collapse. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Oh man, you believe in the uh, the American Caesar theory? It's I like don't know as this theory. the as it's it's the drawing the comparison between the United States and the Roman Empire, and that as the Roman Empire gradually declined, there were moments um, where it seemed like it was going to collapse, and then a like a single individual, normally a <laughs> general, temporarily takes power using the military and restore and like like de or it cleanses right it it he um i guess it doesn't have to be he right in the united states but they they, they come in and they um nice politically correct correct no I was, I was just yeah uh, you get the idea they come in they fix things and then they restore democracy and then it, you get yeah. like an extra like thirty years out of your state, <laughs> and then it, you have to do it again, or else it. Wah. What would you say? There's been something an like American that at all? Caesar, because the only I don't know maybe the like only person FDR. that FDR really well just because he was there for like a while. They kept voting him in, and they would have he probably would have won the post war election as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, when you say the American Caesar, like, the taking charge with the military, that's not really FDR. No, but I'm just, like, if we're looking... government well i i guess the problem is that you looked at the the meme community for your well it wasn't it wasn't like it was like the soldiers were saying things in these groups like it wasn't like it wasn't like people just making memes it was like a place for them to have communicated sure i mean i i i i didn't because there was there was like a really I, I big really concern that there was, was going to be happen. another like a storm the capital v2 on the inauguration mm-hmm. day yeah i i i didn't really fixed it i did not see it happening to be fair i saw the potential i was a little nervous I, about it i don't know i i never was nervous about it i i just i i didn't see it as something that would realistically happen 
just because i mean there at the end of the day a, yeah well if you want to go ahead i mean no you finish your thoughts okay i was gonna say at the end of the day like the the people who would be doing it like they are like they proclaim themselves as patriotic right mm-hmm. uh, generally speaking and i'm not saying that's a bad or a good thing right but mm-hmm. that that kind of goes in line with uphold like being like not trying to overthrow the like democratic process of yeah. the the country that they like so much mm-hmm. right so so i i just i didn't i mean I just saw it as something so contrary to the what they believe in that that it, it just wouldn't happen, right? Uh, except maybe like some kind of fledgling thing of like fifteen people, right? Well, I, I believe if I remember correctly, the concern was because Trump was pushing and I imagine still pushes the voting was rigged mm-hmm. uh, thing that a lot of people were just going to try and. Like they they were going to try to overthrow the current establishment because they thought Trump never lost. Because I, that, that was still that was the big that concern. He didn't lose. Yeah, that, I that, see it, people with Trump didn't lose. Biden's not my president. Like slapped to the back of their trucks every day. Well, I mean, I mean, at the same time, to play the devil's advocate, they said the same thing when he won. I mean. That's just kind of the way it is now. Yeah. As far as... Uh, People are so untrusting nowadays. Yeah, but they... I mean, they've got kind and of I a good like reason to be. The parties are more, like, at each other's necks than they have been in a long time. Well, yeah. Which is I mean, kind of upsetting to me a little bit. I kind of would like to see a more unified country a little bit. It'd be well, nice. You know, we're only growing further and further apart. And it's not yeah. like, it's not like some, it's not like in, uh, back in, back in the old days of the Civil War when, you know, people of like mind were all together. It's like completely dispersed among the population wow. at this point. I mean, cities and stuff yeah. are more democratic, but I mean, almost every rural area. I mean, there's probably definitely a lot of rural areas that aren't, but most of the rural areas in the United States are Republican. And, I mean, it just... If there was... There's not a way that the country, if it was to fall apart, could fall apart cleanly, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it's so dispersed. It wouldn't be like a mason dixon line kind of yeah. thing it would be oh, to uh, be fair that wasn't try that was to, pretty dispersed too well to yeah but extent. not as dispersed i mean most yeah. of the people in the union were not for slaves well you had people that went over to either mm-hmm. side from other places yeah it was enough to be feasible to do that yeah and but like things, right now would yeah. not be feasible to like switch sides <laughs> You know, like that just wouldn't be. Well, I mean, you 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 could definitely have. I mean, if you're going like the the conservatives and liberals, you know, heaven forbid, decide they're going to go to war with each other. (laughs) I don't see why you couldn't have somebody living in a rural area, like say in like Virginia. I don't know something not too far in the south why they're if they're more inclined towards the liberal side why they can't go over to the nearest city if that's the argument that's being made that the cities will be that's not what jackson's saying he's saying that like regardless of where you are in the country you have a situation where the cities are inherently more democratic than the rural areas so it like you'll have that situation in virginia where they just go over the border but everywhere in like well, yeah, in, in the deep yeah. south, where did where does where do the hundreds of millions of people in the deep south, who are not a, a pro whatever they're doing, who are like the more liberal, where do they go? Are they prisoners of war? Do they leave? Do they? Start well, I don't know. I, I imagine there's a certain amount of people that, if that were to happen, probably wouldn't do anything, right? They just try and keep living life, right? Mm-hmm. And they get like pulled out into the streets. 
Well, I, I don't know. It depends. Yeah. On, uh, on how bad it gets. Pull people into the streets. <laughs> I, getting, I, I could yeah. see it happening in this country. Oh. I think in certain like vocal areas, I, I could there see, are particularly uh, racist people. Yeah. I was going to say mm-hmm. certain deep south places and also actually like probably inner city places too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. Are very inclined towards that kind of thing if they're. Ter- Though then again, that's all super theoretical and since. Oh, of course. Skeptical, I mean, and I really hope we don't ever point. figure out if that's true or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, place your bets. Are they place gonna run bets. into this person's apartment building and pull out people? <sighs> Starting on a hundred for apartment B one. Well, I feel like if it's apartment B one. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Geolocate all the liberals. <laughs> Pull them out of their apartments. <laughs> I feel like if the American, like, if the Americas had a second civil war, if we saw someone, a foreign-speaking person with a news crew and a camera on the scene recording it, and we'd beat the hell out of them. Like, oh, it'd be, definitely. It's like, like, <laughs> hell out. It's not, it's not, for, not for your entertainment. I feel like, like that we, would be we a would more... Feel, we'd feel it. Well, I don't know. Cause you... <laughs> our conflict. Get the heck out of here. Well, I, I don't know how how it'd be in the u.s but anywhere else something like that happens like I, it's yeah it, it doesn't happen i just it feel doesn't like the happen US i don't know it'd be, exclu- I, it'd be a very i think if any anybody any foreign country tried to intervene in any way they'd probably get uh, a <laughs> lot of pushback <laughs> i just mean if I, i'm like thinking of like uh outskirts of city war zone situation like in ukraine and there's some british guy on the, from the BBC, standing there talking about it, and a bunch of like Southerners walk up, and they're just like, "No, beat <laughs> the crap out of them." We took this country back from you in 1776. You ain't allowed back here. I have no idea what what. That meant. <laughs> oh, because the Revolutionary War. Yes, you know. I get it. I get it. I get God. It. I feel like there'd just be a really big double standard there that we haven't really seen. Or people would be so confused that they just they actually would be like, oh, hey, look, it's a camera. <laughs> Go have a chat. Be no, like I, I think it'd initially be super confusing. I doubt, I mean, I if if that kind of a conflict were to break out, I highly doubt it would be organized out, outside of a select few areas initially. Mm-hmm. It'd probably just be It'd be organized where it started. Brandishing the weapons that they cling so dearly to. And the liberals <laughs> don't have weapons. I was going to say, They're Jackson, you're, you're kind of more, more liberal, but you cling pretty Oh, uh, I definitely cling to my weapons. I love my <laughs> weapons, yes. All of my, I, I swear if someone tried to take my guns, I'd be very upset. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like do the whole like. If you try to take my gun, I'll shoot you with it. Thing, I'm not like I'll just, you know, protest it in court or whatever. But like, you know, a good portion of the liberal community doesn't have weapons, but most conservatives do, and I'm yeah. pretty sure it'd be fairly one sided for like the populace fighting. Military fighting, on the other hand, I have no clue. It depends on whether depends the military comes in to put down the uprising <laughs> or if they end up joining And which it. side the military's on, too. Well, that's I imagine thing. Which side's the military going to be on? They'd initially be on, like, the classic preserving the Union Oh, yeah. definitely. Stance. But, but, it, it but we also got to think, military I mean, coup. That's true. If it's a military mm-hmm. coup, it, it's... Or, it's I mean, pretty obvious what side they're on, right? In this day and age, military support. The military is like way more powerful than any little group of civilians could just stop. I mean, that's true. A lot of them are overseas, though. To be fair, yeah. but I mean, there's also a lot of equipment in the U.S. Still, I mean, you it's can not go like seize the local arsenal. <laughs> 
I guess that's true. If you're going that route, I don't. I don't know. I have no. I have no idea how. It really depends on how thought out any resistance to that kind of thing would be, and it probably wouldn't be. It'd probably be a big shock if there was a military coup. At least in this in this day and age. Yeah, we're very lucky in that the U.S. hasn't existed long enough for there to be a, like smaller elements of of secession. Like, we're only just getting to the point where California is developing, like in the last hundred years, we're getting to a point where California has developed a culture that could be considered unique compared to the East Coast, whereas originally <laughs> it was either a frontier land or it was the exact same. Yeah. And, and we're like, as long as, as long as both sides are saying that they want best what's best for the United States and are not saying they want best for themselves we're in the clear we're good it's not mm -hmm. we're, we don't, we're not going to have like a like a big issue like that because well, if we're going to talk about that I'd say that the conservatives are quite a bit more patriotic than the liberals are well but no one wants like what are the the everyone wants America right there hasn't been a valid proposal of any other successor state that could be rallied behind presently. Yeah. Now I don't yeah, want to jinx not. it. I don't want someone to come up tomorrow and say like, "Oh yeah, the Pacific Northwest or whatever." <laughs> the Union. The uh, the New Hampshire. The Soviet Hampshire. Soviet Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they'd be communist? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm just throwing something out there. Oh man, maybe uh, the maybe US Taylor did Green or secede. if the U.S. did fall apart, what uh, what political structure do you think it would fall under? Oligarchy, uh, it, probably. Like a. Uh, or very, very authoritarian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whoever has the biggest gun. Yeah, it's true. Which is the army, right? Carry yeah. a bigger stick, right? At least initially. I don't know. There is the problem of if you get like a asymmetrical war situation, it'll go on for 20 years and it'll never, ever end. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> there's, I mean... There's so much more space in the U.S. to hide in and do that kind of stuff that it, I mean, it it could just go on forever and ever. I I think the most realistic depiction of a American like collapse of government is the federal like there ends up either it's a either it's like the state elections probably not probably the federal like the executive the presidential elections if a, a similar like if if the presidential elections draw no candidate and someone the like, and there draws enough, so, like a protest around the Capitol where the U S military has to step in. And let's say like the current president or the president incumbent is like shot or killed or something. And then martial law. And then from that point, that's the beginning. The U S mm -hmm. is, is no more from that point on. I think it was the collapse of the empire, right? It's never going to be the same. And I think that's a fairly real, realistic, reasonable set of things where it's like very small, very regional, but it has a very broad impact, right? So it would yeah. be like capital riots if it escalated a lot more, right? If someone, if they did fire into the crowd and then you have yeah. entire legions of conservative paramilitary people showing up there, right? And then like if Biden gets shot or something in the process, uh oh, military has to step in, quell everything. And then the president, and then you know they're dead, and then you have to rely on the chain of command and lines of succession for whatever. And then it all goes to hell. I, <laughs> I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder to what extent the if you knock like if you know like if if the incoming president gets shot right and. Mm -hmm. The other, like, whoever is president is probably nowhere to be found, right? I wonder who, how the can you get, the, like, what, what chain point. of command to bring the military there to enforce yeah, martial that, law exists? Because I, I don't know. 
it, that's sort of what I'm saying. It would just get all, it, everything would be so confusing. It would get lost and then people would die and things would, things would be really bad. And then, I mean, if, if Russia declaring war in Ukraine saw a major drop in like the stock market and stuff, <laughs> if that happened domestically, I mean, that would cause a global collapse of the economy. And there's, if something like that happened, I mean, in, I believe in the capital riots, there was even a little, little dip in, yeah. Um, stocks mm-hmm. and stuff is it was like a crisis of confidence sort of thing um it definitely it, would it have would a, a big uh, economic impact i don't know about complete collapse of the entire world economy though i i just i just mean it would it would it would be like 2008 at least if not worse yeah that was interesting time gosh we were so young we really didn't understand what was going on no yeah no man well this has been lovely yeah i know really got into some some politics there we did yeah touching on some more deep feelings today we started with Talking about stuff in the water and got to <laughs> ended up civil war. War. Dang war it. never changes. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Been a pleasure having you here. My pleasure. Yep. See you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Free New Hampshire. One, one more.